Hi everyone, my name is Irvin. I'm John. And I'm Kyle. And this is The Theology Podcast. Hey, good morning guys. Good to be yeah. back. Week two of season two. Yeah, that's right. So last week, week one, we were talking about how we are people immersed in the water. We live in the way of the water. We live out the baptismal lifestyle. And this week, we're talking about another feature of the early church, which was their devotion to the teachings of the apostles. What we like to call being people of the word, people immersed in the story of Jesus, the story of God and how he has been living and acting in his world. So on Sunday, we were talking about how when we say we are people of the word, not just that we read the Bible for many, many, many hours a week, although that is definitely a good thing and something we want to encourage. But when we say we are people of the word, we mean that it transforms us. It's a story that becomes our story or rather it's the story of the world that becomes our story. And we live it, we breathe it, we allow it to transform the way we think and live and act and so forth. So for this conversation, we started this podcast and we got into this role that we're in now because we really love scripture. In fact, we can be a little bit yeah. nerdy about it in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> so how did we, how did you guys become so interested in the word? Mm -hmm. What sparked your interest in it? Well, for me, I think it started off coming to Sunday school and learning about the stories. It, it was always very fascinating for me. And being a student at that time, there was also a part of me that wanted to like gain more knowledge. You know, I got to know all these stories. I got to memorize the names and stuff like that. And it was fun in a way. Later on in my teenage years, I started to become quite interested in discerning what God wanted us to do. In a way, systematizing you know, my understanding. Okay, we practice this because the scriptures say this and that. And so I was quite interested in that. More than just knowledge, it's like organizing the knowledge. And I think in recent years, I've become a lot more interested in the idea of the narrative, the story that God has given to us in the scriptures, and then finding out how that story calls us into it as well. You know, it's almost like, you know, the, the film Jumanji, how as you play the game, you get drawn into the game and you become part of the game itself. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I see the scriptures, something like that. The more you read it, the more you're drawn into it, you know, and you become part of that story. You find yourself in that story. Yeah, yeah. For me, I grew up in a family where the word was very central to our lifestyle already because I grew up in a missionary family. Uh, that's all I knew. I knew that my grandfather was a preacher in a church and that my parents had decided to move to uh, overseas to a different country uh, to teach other people about scripture and about the Bible. Uh, for me, also, the interest grew on a personal level because of things like my access to a comic book Bible where I could like, oh. as a kid, I could see the images and I was so fascinated with the stories of the Kings and David and the Philistines and all of these different things that happened in the Old Testament. Uh, I was really fascinated by those. I really didn't make a connection to how they fit into the grand narrative of scripture until much later on. Uh, but also, you know, going to a small church after we moved back to the United States, uh, very similar types of things. I liked learning the knowledge, knowing the names, memorizing the books of the Bible and all the different lists of things that you're supposed to know, the sons of Jacob and the tribes and all these different things. Like that was fun. Uh, I enjoyed that, the academic side of it. But also with things like a study Bible, I had an, an adventure Bible as a child and oh, I loved reading all the little footnotes and the side notes of all these contextual details and archeological finds and like things that are just really, really fascinating that kind of gave life to just these words on print. Uh, 
And so I think that in itself began to generate something for me that was much more than just, oh, okay, this is something I need to know, or this is how I have access to being a member of the church, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, for me, it was really when I began to see the Bible come alive, whether it was just like graphically represented as a small child in like comic strips or in like learning, wow, there really are these artifacts that can I can touch and handle and reach and go see in a museum. It was really, really fascinating to me that just brought those things to life. It brought me back into the biblical world and it gave me a new lens with which to see these things. So growing up in a missionary family didn't make you, oh, I've had enough of this Bible stuff. Okay, <laughs> moving on. No, none of that. Yeah, maybe the opposite. It might, it, it might have whetted my appetite even more to study more than, than I would have. So cool. Well, for myself, I relate a lot to what you guys mentioned about that. Growing up, learning all the stories, learning all the names, it's almost like learning the Poke rap for me, you know, learning all the 150 Pokemon. <laughs> What's and a Poke rap? It, it, it's that uh, in the 90s, the TV show, when it came out, they had like a rap. Pokemon yeah. of all the yeah. Pokemon. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Pokemon, the Pokemon. The end, the end song. <laughs> I didn't watch it because it was on Sunday morning. Oh, you know, yeah. So yeah. I had to go to church, you know. <laughs> well, my family tape recorded it. But oh, it's like, <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so it, was like, it was like memorizing all those. So anyway, the the joy of knowing these stories. And also because I did a lot better in Sunday school than I did in actual school. Like to learn science and like, you know, learn the three states of matters. Like this didn't click as normally for me, but in church on Sunday, ah, that's where I can prove my knowledge. And I got the satisfaction from there. Um, and actually my real interest in scripture began to peak in relation to school as well. Somewhere in sec three, when me and all my friends were being streamed into our subject combinations, and that was when the difficulty level of school really spikes, right? We're preparing for O-levels and all that. And I just noticed how my friends were, they were really struggling. You know, there was this weariness in their eyes and this sadness in them like, wow, see, I need to, you know, study all these eight, nine subjects, plus, 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 and do all these CCA things. And then I thought, that doesn't seem like a very satisfying kind of life. It just seems so barren and bleak. And then I thought about myself and I, I was like, there's a, there's a different story that I live according to. This book that in Sunday school as a kid, I was learning and breathing so much and I knew all these facts. That story seems different from the kind of life I see my friends trying to live by. They are filled with stress, but the story I know is full of hope. And so I think that made me more interested to dive deeper into the story. Where does that hope come from? How exactly does it work? And how can it be shared with other people? Is it just restricted to me or is it open to others? So yeah, watching the lifestyles of my friends was what drove me to the story that I think has power for all of us. So yeah, in the book of Acts, Christians are referred to as people who follow the way. How has the way of the word and a life in it shaped you guys? Yeah, for me, I think it's shaped me because I've begun to see scripture come alive and I've begun to connect those types of things. It's helped me to maybe internalize the teachings and principles of scripture in a much more accessible way. And I, I put myself in the shoes of the writers of the, of the letters in the New Testament. I think about Paul and I think about the churches that he's in and I recognize and I try and put faces with those people and say, this is what these people are struggling with. This is what they're dealing with when they're talking about Jew and Gentile relations and you know racism or prejudice or whatever. I, I feel that. I, I can see that in my own world. And so I try to connect those things as much as possible. And so I think for me, learning to ab absorb that into my own life and see through that lens has been the thing that has been most transformative for me. And the more I spend time in scripture, the easier it is for me to connect, oh, this thing that's happening in my life, oh, that happened in the scriptures as well. And this is how that 
played out for this person. So here's how I can learn from that, uh, whether it's good or a bad example or, or whatnot. And to see scripture come alive in that way and to help other people do that, I'm very passionate about that. And that's part of the reason I'm in ministry. That's why I love talking about the Bible with my kids and you know, getting their perspective on these types of things because I want them to see the Bible come alive as well and recognize it's not just a book, it's not just an artifact, uh, but it's alive. And it's something that we can step into and actually we're living the, its life uh, as we continue in that way. For me, I feel that the way of the word shapes me by causing me to see the whole world as enchanted. I use the word enchanted quite deliberately, that sense of delight, that sense of wonder behind every corner, the sense that this world is not just as it appears to be on the surface. There's something almost magical, something out of this world, hidden within these words as well. So when I go about my life, some of you have told me that I seem to be smiling just all the time. And my thinking is, how can you not smile when the word of God is at work in this world? How can I not be smiling and joyful and excited when potentially everywhere I go and every person I meet, the story of God is coming alive? Yeah, it's like you see what you read about playing out right before your eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it comes alive, like Kyle said. Yeah, for me, I think living the way of the word has actually forced me to slow down quite a bit because one of the ways of reading the word is to do so meditatively. And the more you think about a passage of scripture, the more the word comes alive to you. You know, like you guys have been saying, yeah, it, it just pops out, you know, whether it's in your mind and your imagination or you start to see what the scriptures are talking about right before your very eyes. You know, for me, I've been meditating a lot on the um, the tree, the two trees in the garden this year. And it's made me think a lot about, you know, everything I do, there is a choice between the two trees. And that shapes my worldview. Just like John, you were saying, I see what I read playing out right in front of me in yeah. real life. Yeah. Yeah. So when, when I see a decision, my mind goes back to the word. So I've been shaped and conditioned to think like that, you know, by the word. And I just feel like it makes me slow down a lot to think about things more deliberately because I'm not reading the word just as a newspaper. It's so interesting to me that as we are talking about how we've been shaped by the word, we've been talking about not so much okay, here's the doctrine, here's how these issues work out. We are interested in scripture when we are not sitting down at a table and staring at it. Yeah. We are interested in scripture because we see it coming alive when we're not sitting at a table, but living in the world. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah so it's interesting. a good observation. But you have to go and sit at the table yeah. in order yeah. to see it yeah. in the rest of the world. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> yeah. So as we go forth this week, let us carry the words of this song that we really love a lot and it's titled Ancient Words. The chorus goes, ancient words, ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words impart. That's all we have this week on the Theology Podcast. See you next time.